0: I.K. Ichabod's Weird Cinema Live from Grand Fork's Best Source. I'm I.K. Ichabod, and tonight we'll be talking about an R.L. Stein film, Goosebumps.
1: And before we get going to that, we'll give a quick shout-out to our friends at Rumors Sports Bar and Casino, where they are the place to go to right here in the Grand Cities Mall, whether it be just for getting a quick bite for lunch or dinner, or if you want to go here to go to Rumors to watch any sports game you want, they are fantastic at... Pointing out whatever sports game you want to see, and they'll put it on there for you if it's not on already. They got wall to wall TV, so you're bound to find any game you want to watch, especially with football season around the corner. And they got $6 Express lunch specials from 11 to 2 every weekday, and every weeknight they got dinner specials with Friday Tonight Any Pizza for $8. So, Rumor Sports Bar and Casino, they're open every day from 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. They're located right here in the Grand City Mall. That's Rumor Sports Bar and Casino.
0: Welcome back. Uh, tonight's, as I said, tonight's film is Goosebumps. Basically, the story is this. A kid moves to a new town. Uh, he fall, kind of falls in love with his neighbor's daughter. But his neighbor is reclusive author R.L. Stein. But when they open up one of his books all terror breaks loose.
1: Yeah, actually, I think, yeah, that's actually a pretty nice, right to the point, yeah, setup for it all. I I think before we jump into it, I made for a nice good primer just to set the stage for it. You know, it's based off the iconic Goosebumps books. Maybe we could give a a quick little recap of our our fandom for Goosebumps growing up. I think almost every kid had to have been exposed to it.
0: Yeah, yeah, you know, my favorite Goosebumps book was... uh, Either the Haunted Mask or Night of the Living Dummy. How many Goosebump books did you say there were?
1: Yeah, so they've been around since 1992, and they were the main run was, and there was several spinoff series. The books like
0: Horrorland and
1: uh, like Tales from Goosebumps or One
0: Goosebumps Most Wanted and Goose Tales to Give You Goosebumps. And, yeah,
1: they ran from 92 to 2008. They're making them with the various spinoff series, and there are 240 books. I don't know how R.L. Stein keeps pumping them out. There, you must have you just just a straight up machine
0: well, you know, and here's the thing they right now they're working on a series called slappy's world
1: oh okay, so that's the latest series he's got going on, okay, and it,
0: I think it's still running actually there's, so far there's like fifteen sixteen books in the series,
1: yeah, so yeah, I remember we yeah, had the scholastic uh newsletter, and I think almost any because I think a scholastic newsletter is still a thing with grade schools today, or at least until recent years, I want to say I was talking to some uh well, some of my many nieces and nephews, and I want to say, as recent as like maybe four or five years ago, and I was asking them, "Is Scholastic newsletter still a thing?" And that's, <laughs> yes, there you go. Uh, you know, great, great flyer they would hand out every like what, what once a quarter or so, or t- three times a year, with the latest kids' books out and to help promote reading. And there would always be like the latest. R.L. Stein Goosebumps book in there. It's pretty much like introductory uh, scary books or horror books for for kids. It's
0: like Stephen King for kids.
1: Yep, yep. And it was kind of like, and like I said, very very successful with it. And they had a an awesome live action TV show on Fox that ran. Oh for, yeah, for that, three years from ninety five to ninety
0: eight. I remember that that uh, that series. I actually have most of the series at home on DVD.
1: Yeah, that was that, that was a fun show too. Kind of like. Teenager, kind of aimed at, like, young adults or young, young kids, young teenager age. Not too scary, but scary enough to, to be on regular TV, so... Well, you know,
0: if, if you watch Goosebumps, you'll realize that, you know, the main characters are, like, night, from Night of the Living Dummy, Revenge of the Lawn Gnomes, the Abominable Snowman of Pasadena, the Werewolf of Fever Swamp, uh, Shocker on Shock Street, and then, you know, you see other villains and things like that when they're marching upon the school to try to get the people... So yeah, that kind
1: of sets a stage for what Goosebumps is all about, and for the movie, how they incorporate it. Now the movie is not like how the TV show was, where, you, where it was like based off any certain one book. It's inst- it
0: was all, it was all the books, and you know, as I said, you know, when they open up the book, all terror ensued. Um, basically, if you open one of R.L. Stein's books in this film, the monster from the book will come out.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's it, that's kind of like the whole setup for it. it's kind of like you mentioned, like the the new kid and mom. They moved to town, and you know the mom's played by Amy Ryan. I'm a big fan of her work from from her movies over the years. Uh, win win, and her in the office. And a, a bunch of other movies I've seen her in too, and and like and then the son uh, Dylan Minnette, uh, they 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 that's who plays him Zach in the movie. They, yeah, they moved to Delaware just kind of for a fresh start, and they meet just kind of like you said uh, this girl, neighbor girl Hannah, and her dad is like you said the, the recluse uh, R.L. Stein, played by the one and only Jack Black. So
0: it's it's kind of funny because at the end you find out that Hannah is actually a creation of Jack Black. And he actually burns the book that she belonged in at the end of the movie, so she'd become real.
1: Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was kind of a unique twist for like, how are they going to incorporate R.L. Stein, you know, the real person, uh, into the movie, you know, and like.
0: Oh, at the end of the movie, uh, Jack Black becomes a teacher at the school, and he's walking, and R.L. Stein comes up, and he goes, "I'm Mister Black," which is kind of weird because Jack Black plays R.L. Stein, and. R.L. Stein plays Mr. Black.
1: Yeah, it was a nice little cameo there for him in there for R.L. Stein to make it in there because I was like, all right, he's got to make at least a brief little cameo. But uh, did you like that opening setup for how they introduced the characters and like, did it seem a little weird at first, like your first time watching the movie, like oh, they're actually having R.L. Stein as a character in the movie?
0: Yeah, um, I read an interview with R.L. Stein once that said Jack Black wanted to play him, but he wanted to play a darker version of him.
1: He's kind of a little dark, he's, he he plays it up a little bit for laughs. Not kind of a little bit like that trademark Jack Black-style humor, but not all. he doesn't lean into it as much as he usually does. He has a little bit of a sinister side of him, kind of snapping at the neighbor kids, telling him to stop messing with his daughter and, and to mind his own business.
0: Well, you know, while we're talking about Jack Black, i got to mention one thing that I really like about Jack Black.
1: What's some, What's some of your favorite stuff of his? Tenacious D. Okay, you're a big Tenacious D fan. Yes. Yeah. Oh gosh, yeah. They they got a lot they they, they do have some fun songs, that is for sure. Yeah. And, Him and
0: uh, Kyle Gas or Tenacious D and
1: Yeah, and I think yeah, they did a movie too, the Tenacious D movie
0: in the pick of Destiny, uh,
1: yep. and, uh yeah, well yeah, I like a lot of I don't won't say I like everything Jack Black does, but I know there's definitely a few movies of his that I'm a very big fan One of the big first, fan of.
0: first movies he was in was The Cable Guy.
1: Oh yeah, that's right. Yep, yep. Cable guy has really good good work for him man. He's did a lot of good like supporting roles and a lot of good major works too. Orange what, County. Uh, yeah. One of
0: the things I liked him in was Nacho Libre for all you wrestling fans out there.
1: Yeah, yeah. Some good potential future candidates for uh, future episodes there. So. And
0: you know, just to, just to toot my own horn, check if you like if you want to hear more about wrestling, check out Icky Ichabod's Weird Wrestling.
1: Yeah, that's where we did the first episode a couple weeks ago, all about. Uh, um, uh, ECW, the weird wrestling of Ear- ECW.
0: I'm sorry, I I got off con.
1: Oh, it's all good. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll steer we'll steer it right back on track here. So yeah, no, so yeah, like you said there. So they start. Uh, Zach, he kind of causes a distraction for Rl Rl Stein to leave home, and he goes back in because he thinks his daughter's in trouble. And what what
0: happens there? He opens the book.
1: Yep, they kind of bu- accidentally bump into the, the his bookcase because he's like, hey, why are there? All these old uh,
0: Goosebumps manuscripts yeah
1: manuscripts, not actual books, but manuscripts, and they're all locked up, right and then slappy gets out yep, because had-
0: slappy opens up all the other books so that and then he burns them so that they can't
1: because yeah the way to to stop all the creatures from uh, to get them you know to get them, them to get locked back into the book is to lock the book back up. But of course, slappy burns them, and so all the monsters are out causing a muck.
0: For those who don't know, Slappy is the—he's uh, there in the
1: background for you, right there. Yeah, right.
0: he's a, a ventriloquist dummy. He was in the book *Night of the Living Dummy*, which spawned like—that's probably like the most sequel. I was gonna
1: say that's probably like the most like successful Goosebumps book, right?
0: It is. It is actually. But the thing is, uh, Jack or uh, RL Stein said that the only reason he writes Slappy books is because people want him. You know, Slappy's not his favorite character.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I think I, I I really like the slap. A couple. I only read like maybe about ten Goosebumps books from over the years. But I remember, mean, I like, I think I read one of the Slappy ones. I think it was it uh, the Cuckoo Clock of Doom? Uh, okay. That was a good one.
0: Here's the thing. If I remember right, Jack Black does the voice of Slappy too.
1: Oh, doesn't he? Okay.
0: If I remember my trivia right,
1: and like you know, in R.L. sounds hi- house too, there's a a ton of props for all the Goosebumps books from over the years. Probably a lot of. Easter eggs for, for die-hard fans like yourself. Did, did you catch any like that? I remember you said you saw this movie a bunch of times.
0: I don't remember seeing anything.
1: Yeah, okay, I got you. I'm, I'm, I, I just watched it again yesterday here for the first time since seeing in the in, in the theaters, and I saw I'm like, okay, there's a cuckoo clock right there, though I'm sure that's, of course, what the, the cuckoo comes out of when they slap you and all the monsters and all that. So naturally, um, it leads uh, you know the the two kids Zach and Hannah to be on like a an RL style and Eventually, gets in the mix too on a cat and mouse chase to track down all the monsters to trap them. And you know uh, Jack Black finds a certain way to do it. Right?
0: Yes, yes, he has to write his definitive book and, and to put all with all the monsters in it to put them back in into the books because Slap, as we said before, Slappy had destroyed all the books. How, how did you
1: like the explanation for like? What, what caused all the monsters to be able to come out of the books into, into that reality? Do you remember what it was? It was, co- it was because, like, our, the Jack Black's you know, R.L. Stein character, he says he, his typewriter just had magical powers that in, they made him come to life.
0: And then, he, you know, it says that the monsters were like his friends because he had really bad allergies or something like that. And he'd stay in his room all day and write.
1: Yeah, it was just kind of like one of those, like kind of like one of those, like stereotypical. Oh, you know, movie magic. You know, kind of like uh, you know, last action hero, the golden tickets. You know, just stuff like that. Just kind of a nice, simple means to an end. I, and I thought it worked. You know, for a nice family scary movie, I thought it worked pretty good.
0: You know, it it's a good. You know, for the for those of you who want who want to get your kids into horror, goosebumps would be the way to go. Yeah. I, I still read Goosebumps. I, I have a pretty pretty big Goosebumps collection at home. Uh, so
1: of all those Goosebumps books, was there? I mean, aside from Slappy being, of course, like the main uh, standout villain of this movie, like all the other many other villains that kind of get portrayed it, in real life. Were there, were there any others you really like portrayed in the film? Um, what about the Invisible Boy?
0: The Invisible Boy, yeah, <laughs> the one who didn't get sucked back into the book.
1: Yeah, that was a nice little twist at the end there, right?
0: Um, I liked uh personally if it were one of the main villains, I liked uh the werewolf of fever swamp. But if it's gonna be the lesser known villains, it would probably have to be the vampire count Nightwing, if I remember right is his name.
1: Okay, I'm 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 blanking on that one up. He's the top one of the head.
0: ones that you see marching in the thing of monsters
1: the parade of monsters or i guess speaking of parades and festivals what did you think of like that they had that big like hannah wanted to show dylan or zach excuse me uh, uh, like oh let me show you something cool and just off in the woods a little ways from the
0: amusement park
1: yeah this abandoned amusement park like a little three minute trek away from into the woods off to the sides from their house that seemed a little too convenient though
0: what's what's scarier than a freaking amusement park
1: an abandoned music amusement park yes <laughs> but you know uh, of course the whole big final showdown takes not all of it but a, a good chunk of the final showdown takes place there where the where they could confront all the monsters to trap them back there
0: speak, speaking of that we were talking about talking about uh um are you afraid of the dark in the future there's there there was one episode called the laughing in the dark which is about this clown in an amusement park where they, they rip off his nose, and it freaked the hell out of me when I was a kid.
1: Yeah, that'd be a fun one to do. That was a great. I I I think I was mentioning in our pre-show here that, uh, not are you afraid of the dark? Is kind of let you what you graduated from from Goosebumps before you know going on to full on like R-rated horror movies and stuff like that. Like Goosebumps would say be like PG. Uh, maybe are you afraid of the dark would be PG 13 equivalent? and would you would you say that would be a fair representation?
0: It would be a fair representation.
1: Yeah, so so yeah, how did, how did you like this movie, how it all wrapped up there and all that?
0: I did like it, you know, with Arl Stein coming in in the end and things like that. There's, there's two words that I want to say that were not in the movie that should have been in the movie. Monster Blood.
1: Monster Blood. Oh, they had to keep that, you know, that family-friendly rating, though. So,
0: <laughs> well, M- Monster Blood is like fourth or fifth book in the series.
1: Okay. Yeah, I guess I'm, I can't and remember it was that like
0: one. like this, this slime that would make things grow? Or mm, okay,
1: it's kind of ringing. It was it in the TV series? I yeah, think. It was. I, I kind of vaguely remember it from the TV series. Yeah, but. Yeah, I, I really liked this movie. I thought it was a really good just representation of, of from, from the Goosebumps books I saw and, and of the movies and just getting R.L. Stein in the mix as a character. I thought they pulled it off. I thought Jack Black was really good. And Amy Ryan is, of course, just one of my favorite actresses. So I oh, thought she was great.
0: You know, I know we're not doing this film today, but Goosebumps 2?
1: I was going to ask you. Yeah, they did a sequel with an all-new cast, right?
0: Yeah, and it has the mother from the Goldbergs. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, I've yeah, I only seen a few episodes of the Goldbergs. Uh, I guess real quick, Goosebumps 2, the, the sequel, is that worth seeing too? Or
0: It is, yeah. it is. It's another slappy story, and it's called Haunted Halloween.
1: All right, so Goosebumps sounds pretty good. I guess both one and two, but one for the most part what we're focusing on today. High recommendation, thumbs up?
0: I'd give it a thumbs up.
1: Same here. All right, and before we, uh, oh, I guess I'll give a quick, uh, yes. Uh, yeah it did great in the box office it like tripled its budget it did a box office of 158.3 million and the Rotten Rotten Tomatoes aggregates critics 78% audience 62% so that's pretty good for the family uh, movie scale there so uh, before we give a before we give a preview for next week's film, we'll give a quick shout out here to our friends at Executive Properties. Where Executive Properties of Grand Forks, they will take the time to listen to what you want done, and they will do it right. With over 30 years' experience, let Barry Romo and the crew take care of you. They're always offering senior and referral discounts, and willing to work with any budget. So for all your general contractor needs, call Executive Properties at seven zero one three three zero one two seven three, or check out their website at. At www.executiveproperties.org that's executive properties of grand forks so what movie are we going to be covering next week kickbutt
0: uh, we're going to be we're going to be uh, doing a movie called hereditary so
1: yeah big big prestige picture for from a few years ago so looking forward to covering it
0: all right peace out